Hello, everyone. It's Nathan Freeberg. Welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about our Strengths Communicator Training. We have a new cohort starting this summer, and we would love for you to join us. Linda Schubring is going to read something about what this training is all about, and then Brian, Linda, and I are going to discuss it on the rest of the episode. Enjoy. Back in 2010, we noticed clients and friends and fans of Leadership Vision, they were excited about the strengths, but they they wanted a little bit more. They wanted to go deeper. And so we started to brainstorm and, you know, strengths coaching felt loaded. You know, without the fundamentals, you, you, you can't quite coach. Uh, strengths counseling <laughs> was something we batted around. It was like, well, that's not even what we do. And so we wanted to help people listen and communicate using the language of strengths. And so Strengths Communicator Training was born. And in the last 11 years, we have hosted at least one Strengths Communicator Training a year in Minneapolis, sometimes twice. And we've facilitated this training in Britain, Belgium, Spain, Singapore, California, Canada, and New York City. Participants have been in their late teens to enjoying retirement. This summer, we are hosting our third virtual Strengths Communicator training since the pandemic began. And we've translated our work via Zoom, and we are eager for this summer's cohort. You know, I wonder, do you know someone you could recommend to participate in our summer cohort? Maybe it's you. We're excited for people to engage in this important work because this work enhances communities, families, and organizations. And uh, what we find is that the work of strengths begins to seep into you and people, our participants, our communicators have found ways to adapt and thrive. People need the kind of connection that strengths conversations and the strengths training can provide. And so we would love for you to join us this summer or recommend someone who would like to be with us. Brian and Linda, I can't believe it's been 11 years. Strengths Communicator Training has been around for 11 years. What sticks out in your mind about the evolution of it? Let me start because what I would say is what has remained the same is we were given the gift of understanding, knowing, and learning about strengths. Brian was given the gift of learning about the strengths from the founders. And so what is the same is that we continue to ring out, give back, share, uh, multiply this knowledge that we have by really investing in people. And I would say that one of the things that has also remained the same is the reflection of the origins of strengths and that being the behavior-based understanding of how people show up. Mm. And that has also remained true. One of the comments that we consistently get year after year after year is around how we take a behavior-based approach to understanding and interpreting strengths and just helping people recognize how it's just, it's somewhat easy to recognize and name the behaviors and connect them to the strengths. And that is something that has been consistent from the first days when strengths was released to today. And that is what is really the core in our approach to strengths communicator training. Mm-hmm. The things that have changed is the first thing that has changed is that we had a lot of educators 
that participated mm-hmm. in our work. And so guess what? They helped us improve. They had great <laughs> tips. They had great <laughs> advice. Um, they asked for more of this, less of that. And so every, every single training, I learned something new. It's almost like professional development for Brian and me. And we just want to give back, share, and extend this this knowledge, wisdom, and this work. You mentioned in kind of the opening thing that you read that this isn't really strengths coaching. It's not strengths counseling. And Brian, you talked earlier about kind of expanding or explaining our behavior-based approach, which I'll link to in the show notes. We've done a couple different podcasts about that. In a nutshell, what, after people participate in this, what do they walk away with? What is the tangible takeaway that, you know, they're going to be going back to their community with? I think one of the greatest takeaways is their ability to listen. Because when people come to the training, they want to learn how to become a strengths communicator. And one of the things that Linda and I say within the first moments of us getting together is how excited that we are that these participants are going to become strengths listeners. And so when we introduce that concept of listening, it's all about paying more attention. And so when you think about learning how to pay attention differently, being more attentive in a conversation, I think that's one of the things that excites me the most about this is that one takeaway is how do you use the language of strengths to listen a little bit differently be more present in a conversation, all with the purpose of honoring and dignifying who that person really is, their unique core identity. Maybe there's been part of that person that has been stifled or they've been trying to fit in other boxes. So also people walk away with a greater understanding of what they need uh, and where they need to invest their life. And so sometimes it isn't just, oh, so we can X, Y, and Z. Rather, it's like, oh, because I could try this and I could explore that. And guess what? I'm a really good facilitator. And wow, I didn't realize I could listen and hear this way. We knew from the very get-go that people were like, well, how do we be like you? And we're like, okay, that's not, that's a, that's a bar that's way too low. <laughs> um, and so what we, what we said was three things three goals of a strengths communicator. And first is to be a part of the global conversation about what is right with people. Sometimes you can substitute the word global for family or for organization. Um, But when you are part of this uh, global conversation about what is right with people, it changes everything. It's a mindset that you listen with, as Brian was mentioning, but also from what you speak with. The second one is to learn the strengths-based language. Learning the strengths-based language, being proficient in the language of strength, that that is, that is part of the fundamentals that we talked about. And the third one is really important. The third goal of the strengths communicator is to, is to correct the misinterpretations and misperceptions <laughs> about strengths. So it isn't like, oh, so now let's get everyone with strategic together to make decisions. Let's get all the achievers to actually get work done. And instead, it's this subversive, small micro adaptation that strengths communicators can do to be like, hey, no, that's not how we talk about it. Hey, no, that's no. No, no, you're missing, you're missing the point here. Let me explain this beautiful part of that strength. So speaking of changes, Linda, when you mentioned that a while back, it was 
we kind of had this um, interesting perspective of people asking us, like, how do we become like you? Like, how do we, like, Be Brian, Linda, how do Jedi. we, how do we do the one-on-one conversation like you do? And so that really, like, we would teach from that experience, uh, from our experience. And what's really, really shifted is that we have tried to erase as much of how Brian and Linda do this as how can we accentuate or highlight or shine a, a light on how the participants are doing one-to-one conversations, name the things that they're doing well, the unique delivery that they're bringing, how they're preparing their notes, the questions that they're asking. And so, so much of our dialogue is around how everyone is showing up, preparing, asking questions, discerning the information. So it's much more a cohort experience where the participants are teaching each other, this is critical, at every step of the way. I think that increases the learning. It obviously increases the engagement of the participants, and it creates a different sense of accountability to each other that, yeah, I'm relying on another participant to actually learn, not just from Brian and Linda, but from each other. That has significantly changed. And from that, people are understanding who their best audience is. Some of them are built for that one-to-one conversation. Some want to take it immediately to to a larger platform, to affect communities, to get it in the hands of multiple teams. And so when when people learn about where they come alive in that size of audience, you know, we feel like we've really helped them unlock something. Two other changes that we've made in the last five or six years are, are these we've, we've also begun to ask people to come to the training with someone from their organization or a person from their community or someone that they know well, because we've also known that when you come with someone that you're in relationship with, you are going to have an enhanced learning experience. Mm -hmm. You may know the same people, you come from the same organization, and you can think of different ways to make application when you get back to your organization. That also increases the learning. So that is another significant change uh, that we've been making. And we've also made another change that is we've invited people to think about how they can have their conversations, their their 12 one-to-one conversations within their organization. So we'd like also to focus their attention on how can we spread the language of strengths within our current professional context. Well, one of the reasons why we also wanted people to come together with somebody else is then you have an ally. And then, then you can also let the, you're not just obsessed with, okay, how do we bring us back to my company? How do I bring this back? And you can you kind of take turns letting some of the strengths work seep in to help you as a, a person so that then it can help you as a professional. And all of a sudden, then you have an ally to kind of deconstruct everything that just happened and put it back together in a way that really could work in a company or an organization. In one of our virtual strengths communicator trainings that we've done just recently, we had this interesting opportunity to illustrate or to make happen what Linda just talked about. We had a group that was going through the training together and we created a time when th- this cluster of individuals had a chance to be on a Zoom breakout room together and to begin to brainstorm on how they were going to apply this strengths communicator training into their context. Key thing to note here, people, that Linda and I were eavesdropping in on the conversation. We were oh, for part of it. We were listening to like the back end of that conversation to see where they were going with it. And we were truly surprised at all the different strategies they were coming up with to truly integrate this level of training. 
And so at the end of the, the formal training, we said, all right, let's revisit some of the key questions, some of the key ideas that you had. And Brian and I will either poke holes in things or we'll say, yeah, that's a great idea. And you could do this. Or what we've noticed helpful in other organizations are, are when people have tried this or done that. And what happened was just this energizing kind of launching pad into all right, let's let's keep this movement alive in in our company. And that's one of the ways that we really focus on not making it about us is when we become co-collaborators yeah. with our participants to create best practices that they can so apply when, when they go back. We're relying on them to inform us. We give some experience and they decide. You know, I think we're all aware that online learning, online education has grown quite a bit in the last decade, you know, 15 years even, and just exploded in the last year, right? And, you know, I've looked at different master classes and different online learning forums, and I haven't really found another one that's like what we do in just kind of maybe restating what you've said, but it's collaborative with the participants. It changes based on the needs of the participants. It's not you know, come and learn filmmaking exactly like Ron Howard does it, you know, come and learn strengths just exactly like Brian and Linda do it. It's come and learn some principles and the basics so that you can go out and figure out how to implement the strengths philosophy, all the behavior-based stuff that we do in your context, in your voice. And I think that's what's, you know, so powerful and so helpful. And I don't think can be overstated here. So I guess I just want to acknowledge that and just reiterate that because I think that is so unique and folks may be listening to this or have seen this, you know, advertised wherever and think it's just another, oh, I'm going to come and get this knowledge and walk away. But it's really not like it's it's self-learning. It's other learning. It's it's adaptive. It's it's all of that. And it's things, joining so. a community, a community that has right. been thriving, An ongoing community, yeah, a thriving right. for for 11 years. And there's a path to uh, being strengths communicator certified, and we help you. We help you with that. You know, one of the things that each participant will receive is a whole big box of <laughs> materials. And um, just by way of, we, we know that people learn by writing things down and having a manual and kind of feeling like I don't just have to like scroll and find it. And so we try to imagine and we invite people to even imagine what would it be like if we were sitting together? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so... Uh, we just create a very, very safe environment and then just let the, let the learning happen. And it's, it's wily sometimes. So Brian and Linda, I know that the objective of this training is for individuals to have 12 one-to-one strengths conversations. And that might sound scary and daunting and, and overwhelming. So I'm wondering if for people like me who love, you know, schedules and planning and figuring out like, okay, what is this going to look like? How am I going to get there? Could you lay out just real briefly a bit of a roadmap of how we get to those 12 conversations, how maybe you take away some of that fear or scariness and then how you make it so, you know, I don't know how many people we've talked to after the fact, they're like, oh, I, I could have kept going. I could have done 50 of these conversations that got to be so fun. Some people have. We'll be right back. At Leadership Vision Consulting, we have spent 23 years helping individuals explore the depth and dimension of their personal strengths and have helped hundreds of teams build positive culture. 
we're excited to now announce our new online membership platform that brings together the resources, community, and motivation that you need to grow your influence and build a positive team culture. Through our courses, workshops, live Q&A sessions, and more, you'll gain the skills and confidence you need to lead effectively. And with our supportive community of like-valued leaders, you'll never feel like you're doing it alone. Visit leadershipvisionconsulting.com slash community to learn more. You know, Nathan, that's a really good point because people show up and, you know, there is this sense of unknown and even fear of the training and a strategy for leadership vision is that we take a relational and intentional approach. And what we're intentional with in the first couple of days of training, which Linda's going to explain in just one second, is we want to help people create a relationship with each other and a relationship with the content. And so we even take a very relational approach to how it is that we're delivering this because we know that without relationship, the learning is going to suffer. And without the content, they can't really fulfill those 12 conversations about strengths that you're asking about. Yeah, we really want to have people know what's happening behind the scenes, what we're looking for, why we teach things a certain way so that they're best prepared, that they have you know their toolkit, that they have the way that they're going to conduct these conversations kind of ready, ready and locked and loaded. Um, so the first day is is getting to know each other, building a sense of trust and psychological safety in the cohort. These are people that they are going to journey with. And so we want to make sure that they know each other. And then as Brian said, just getting the content into them. Uh, the first two days, uh, well, usually after the first two days, people are like, I am exhausted. And in part, it's, it's, they're taking in so much knowledge, so many different ideas. There's so much stimuli and, and people are like, why does it feel like a fire hose sometimes? And then once they get into that in between time after the first two days, they start to realize, oh, because you wanted to give us as much as we <laughs> could possibly take, take as many notes as we could. And then they were really, they were set up for success. Yep. So day one and part of day two truly ends up being a lot of education and instruction and looking at the true behavioral uniquenesses of every one of the strengths. But then day two, also gets practical because in day two, we begin to practice what it looks like and how do you prepare for those one-to-one strengths conversations. And so a lot of this, this second day is practicing with each other, each member of those cohorts, practicing the one-to-one conversation with each other so that by the time day two is over, all participants are ready to conduct those 12 one-to-one strengths conversations. We make them do awkward intros like, <laughs> hi, my name is Linda. I'm in strengths communicator training. I'm learning to listen for the language of strength. Thanks for participating in this conversation or whatever. <laughs> it seems so awkward, but finally, as they're, they're paired up with different people, they start to realize like, wow, and I can do this. I can do this. We want them to feel confident uh, once day two is ended. So there's a lot of practice as well as introducing themselves using the language of strength. So there's a lot of listening and participating and a lot of facilitation that Brian and I do to even highlight the learning that's happening as it's happening. Because we know that if we can help build the confidence in these strengths communicators, that confidence will then transfer into easier one-to-one strengths conversations. They're not all going to be easy, but 
We're trying to build that confidence so that there's more of an openness to this idea that, yep, some are going to go, some of these conversations will go really easy. Some will be kind of cumbersome. Some will be frustrating, but that's why we practice. One of the things that we've added uh, several years back now, I guess, but we do a midterm <laughs> check-in as well. So in between the first two days and the the final two days, we do a check-in and it's usually 15 minutes. Brian usually takes a whole half hour, um, <laughs> but it's just, okay. It's a, it's a portion of accountability. It's an opportunity for us to say like, keep going, don't give up or, okay, so your life seems really busy right now. So just give yourself a break and then pick it up later. Uh, we want people to feel like they're part of a community where they're wanted. And part of that check-in is not just about the accountability. It's also to ask them about their practice. You know, what are you doing? How many conversations have you had? Have, have there been some strengths that you're having difficulties kind of, you know, having the conversation with that person? Um, what's going well? What, what's not going well? Again, we want to reinforce what's going well mm -hmm. in their practice, mm -hmm. which places the learning on what they're doing well and maybe give some advice here and there. But we really want to identify and encourage everyone's unique style on how they're doing the one-to-one -one conversation. It's the same thing about learning about your identity. The more comfortable you are with who you are, the easier and more at ease you'll be in these one-to-one -one strengths conversations. And these strengths conversations that happen between the end of day two and the beginning of day three, that interim period, we help people kind of find where they want to have this conversation, when they want to have this conversation. I was said, if you are a morning person, have your conversations in the morning. <laughs> if you're a night person, find someone that will, you know, stay up late with you or zoom you at, you know, all hours of, of the night, just by way of bringing your best self to the table. We help people figure out how to do this. Oftentimes they will pick some people from their community or their organization. And then some people like do the thing and talk to their parents or their children or their partners or spouses or brothers or sisters or family. And usually that learning gives them great insight into who they are uh, as a person. And so that, that interim period is, is really exciting, which brings us to day three. Day three and four look somewhat similar because day three and four are when all the participants are going to do what we call a teach back where they will come prepared to teach the cohort what they have learned in one of their one-to-one -one conversations. So all participants will prepare to present one individual on day three, a second individual on day four. Linda and I, we're not going to reveal the surprise and how that's yep. delivered, but yep. we make sure that both of those days are very different in the presentation. Now, the reason why the presentations are different each day is because we want to enhance different types of learning, different ways to dive even deeper into the material that our participants have gleaned from those one-to-one -one strengths conversations, because we want to reveal to the participants that in that one-hour strengths conversation, there is so much information that can be communicated that reveals how a person's strengths show up. We want to give the participants the practice to look at the material in different ways, to ask themselves different questions, to show them how you can come to very different conclusions by simply having a one hour conversation with someone. So in day three and four, it is every participant teaching someone back 
we all learn about strengths. We learn about style. We learn about delivery and questions. One of the pieces of feedback that we received was days three and four seemed just the same. And so we made a concerted effort to have day three feel one way and day four feel a little bit deeper. And we make sure that by the end of that day that people feel like they know what they do to finish their portfolio because the hard work is actually doing the conversations, not just completing their their portfolio. And they have a couple of months to finish up the rest of the conversations if they weren't able to get to 12 in that first time period and, and then really be launched. It's really exciting because we learn so much in the one-to-one conversation that we say, you know, this is our hot tip, I guess, is... <laughs> If you're starting to feel rusty about the strengths, people will say, okay, what book do I need to read? I was like, don't read a book, have another strengths conversation. Someone else will tell you, will teach you what, uh, what those strengths look like. And we just want to continue to encourage that kind of connection in the world. Brian, Linda, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, you sharing and hopefully everyone who has been thinking about this in the past, maybe the distance has been a barrier and now that it's virtual, we can attend. I know I'm going to look forward to attending it for, I don't even know how many, how many times that this has been for me in some form or fashion. Uh, So thank you. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. It's great talking to you again. And thank you listener for listening to the Leadership Vision podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams and culture. If you'd like to get more information about this Strengths Communicator training cohort, please visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com slash training. You can also go there for all sorts of other great resources to go deeper into understanding your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization. If you found value in this podcast or any of our other resources, please share it with someone you think might benefit from us. We are on all the podcasting platforms or even on YouTube, and we would love comments and questions, and we love dialogue and learning more about who you are and how we can better serve your needs. I'm Nathan Freebring. I'm Linda Schubring. I'm Brian Schubring. And on behalf of our whole team, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening.